Good Friday morning. Today is December 14th. We are on the downhill slide to Christmas. And we are so excited to be talking about the 12 days of Christmas and how it relates to the Bible and Jesus and everything about God. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening today. We are going to continue. We are on day six. So this whole week has been just a whirlwind. We started on Monday with the partridge in a pear tree, two turtle doves. We learned that Jesus was the partridge in a pear tree. And then with the two turtle doves, it was the Old Testament and the New Testament. And we covered how Jesus is found throughout every single book of the Bible. So that was on Monday. And then Tuesday, we talked about faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Wednesday, we talked about the the four Gospels and how each Gospel represented Jesus in a different light. And then yesterday, we talked about the five golden rings, which were the Torah or the Pentateuch or the first five books of the Bible. So we've covered a lot of ground this week. If you have not gone back and listened to those, they're on the podcast. They're, it's on Apple iTunes. It's on Spotify. However you want to listen to your podcast while you're driving down the road, it's on there. And it's also on YouTube. So if you want to go back and watch those, they're there. Today, I, I was a little wrong yesterday when I ended our video. We were talking, I, I thought, on Monday, we were going to talk about creation, but today we're actually talking about the six geese allaying, and that is going to be the six days of creation, because on the seventh day, well, we're going to learn what happened on the seventh day, if you don't already know. So we're going to do a, a, a just a quick overview, a quick summary of the, the six days or the seven days of creation, and... I, if you want, I can read the scripture, but it's going to be Genesis 1 and 2. So that's where really Genesis 1, that's where the creation story talks or it comes into play. And then it kind of trickles over into Genesis 2. So if you want to read the scripture, just go through and read Genesis 1. I read Genesis 1, 2, and 3 this morning just to make sure that I'm fresh for you guys. But I'm excited to share what what the Holy Spirit has pulled out and how we can use this and apply this during this Christmas season. And and remember the whole idea is that Christmas is is based on Jesus. Christ Christ miss, right? Christmas. So we see that Christ is in Christmas and we want to make sure that our focus throughout this Christmas season, we have 11 days until Christmas. It's the 14th to the 25th. So we have 11 days. And we want to make sure that as we as we approach this Christmas season, the Christmas holiday, that we are staying in that Jesus mindset. It's not about the gifts. It's not about the shopping. It's not about any of that. It's all about Jesus. And that's what this whole week has been on. This whole this whole 12 days of Christmas. It, the, 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 the heartbeat of it is making sure that we keep our focus on Jesus. Amen. So the seven days of creation, we're going to go through, and <clears throat> again, it's all scriptural based, but I'm just doing an overview for you. So on day one, God created light and separated the light from darkness, calling light day and darkness night. That's what he did on day one. Day two, God created an expanse to separate the waters 
and called it sky. Day three, God created the dry ground and gathered the waters, calling the dry ground land and the gathered water seas. On day three, God also created vegetation, plants, and trees. Day four, God created the sun, moon, and the stars to give light to the earth, earth and to govern and separate the day and the night. These would also serve as signs to mark seasons, days, and years. Day five, God created every living creature of the seas and every winged bird, blessing them to multiply and fill the waters and the sky with life. Day six, God created the animals to fill the earth. On day six, God also created man and woman, which was Adam and Eve, in his own image to commune with God. He blessed them and gave them every creature and the whole earth to rule over, care for, and cultivate. And on day seven, God had finished his work of creation, and so he rested on the seventh day, blessing it and making it holy. <clears throat> so all, all seven days, creation done. Six days, God was working. On the seventh day, God rested and said, it is good, and he made the day holy. So I want to do just a couple from, from the studying that I did this morning, I want to share a couple of the points that I found, and then we're going to talk. We're going to talk about our takeaways and how we can keep ourselves focused throughout this Christmas season. So Genesis one, we see this opening scene of of this of of God creating the world, and I want to stop there because it does not say that God was created. God was there. He was. He's he's been there. No one created God. God is omnipotent. He's, he is all-powerful, and he is there. He was not created. But we see that the, the Genesis 1, it introduces us to two main characters in the Bible. We have God, and we have man. So this is where the whole drama unfolds. God created man. And... <clears throat> The, the, he is the almighty creator of all things. And, and this is the beautiful part of, of the creation story is that God created us out of love with nothing but love in his heart. So if we're walking around and we don't feel loved or, or we feel depressed or we feel abandoned or we feel whatever those negative feelings that we are carrying around, that is not of God. That is not how he created us. That is not the desire. So that's one thing I want to touch on is that if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling abandoned, God has never left you. And, and, and Hebrew says he'll never leave nor forsake us. So if that's something that you're struggling with, please reach out to me. Reach out to Christiana. We will pray with you and we'll, we'll show you where in Scripture that God loves you, that, that, that he, he created you out of love and compassion. And God, we, we also notice at the end of it, on day seven, God was very pleased with his creation. 
actually it says it six times throughout the process of creating of, of the creation story god stopped six times and he said he observed his handiwork and said it is good and on the final inspection of all that he made god regarded it as very good so th this uh, that's a, one of those points where we want to stop and we want to remind ourselves that we are part of God's creation. We, you, you were created by God. And God has a purpose and a calling on your life. And we're going to talk about this at the end of, of the devotion. But if you are not living up to the purpose and the calling that God has given or God has appointed on your life, we need to take a. We need to do an assessment on that. We need to figure out where, uh, where is the breakdown from God creating us to us serving God. Where where is that breakdown? And we're going to talk about that later. And even when we don't feel worthy of His pleasure, we need to remember that God made us and is pleased is pleased with us. We are of great worth to him did you know that that you are of great worth to god and i want you to stop and think i want you to think of the most precious thing that you own could be it could be an artifact from your great great grandmother it could be money in your safe it could be the car the greatest possession that you own that means the most to you. And the way that you feel about that possession, I would say my, my would be um, maybe my wife and my kids. Uh, not maybe. It would be my wife and my kids. I'd have to do two. But the way that I feel about my wife and my children, that's how God feels about us. That's how God feels about me. The love and compassion and, and just the innate desire in me to do anything in my will to help them, to see them succeed, to see them filled with joy, to see them walking in their gift and in their calling. That's how God views us. God wants us to succeed. God wants us to have a relationship with him. God wants us to seek his face. And he also wants us to know that we are treasured. The greatest gift that you think you're, you've requested, the greatest desire that you, that you think is under the Christmas tree, that's how God sees you. God sees you as, gosh, this is, if I could just get this one Christmas present this year, if I can get that one Christmas present, if it's under the Christmas tree, man, my Christmas is going to be made. That's how God looks at us. It's like Ralphie. All I want was a Red Ryder BB gun. And he was disappointed when he didn't get it. But then his dad said, look behind the tree. That's how God views us. If I could just have a relationship with Cody. If I could just have a relationship with Sam. If I could just have a relationship with Brandy. If I could just have a relationship with fill in the blank. All he wants is you. You are worthy. And you are his treasured possession. Someone needed to hear that. That's not in my notes this morning. But someone needed to hear that this morning. 
that you are a gift and a treasure to God. Amen. Amen. In verse 26, God says, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. This is the only instance in the whole creation account, the creation story, that God uses the plural form to refer to himself. And it's, it's one of those things where you want to stop and focus on it because that this happens just as he begins to create man. So this is where if you if you tuned in, if you've been following along, Christiana did the uh, devotion. Actually, she did three teaching, three devotions on the Godhead and, and the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And so this is the first us. This is the first time it shows up, and it's right before he created man. And that's the that's where the, the many scholars believe this is the first time they talked about the Godhead. On the seventh day, God rested. And some of you may be watching, you're like, okay, if God is almighty, he's he's omnipotent and he's he wasn't created, he he's just, he's existed. Why did God have to rest? Why did God have to rest? If he's he's all powerful, he could do anything. He could have done anything on the seventh day. It's but it's I want you to look at it this way. It's hard to reason, to come up with a reason why God would need to rest, but it is important because it's included as the seventh day. But here's where we're gonna we're gonna pause that and we're gonna hang out for just a couple of minutes. Rest is an unfamiliar concept in our busy, fast-paced world. Can you relate and agree with that during this Christmas season? I mean, if you've if anybody has been driving around any kind of, of a congested area, if you go to Gainesville right now, around the academy and around the the mall, it's absolutely insane. You're you're taking an extra ten to fifteen minutes to go anywhere because everyone is out shopping. Shopping. Everyone is out hustling and bustling. It's fast paced. It's busy. I've got to get this present. I've got to go here. I've got to get this gift for clients. I've got to do all of this. It's fast paced. And, and the rest is unfamiliar to us. And I can relate. I mean, I just we just got back from celebrating our seven-year anniversary. We, t- we took a cruise. It was a five-day, four-night cruise. I didn't know what to do with myself, with the rest. I didn't know what to do. It felt so unnatural to me. It, it was like, okay, I don't have any kids to chase around. I don't have any. I, I did work a little bit. But... To just sit back and 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 to read, or to take a nap on on one of the the sofa beds over look, overlooking the ocean, or to just sit and and be able to enjoy a lunch with my bride, with no kids, not daddy, I've got to go to the bathroom, or spilling something, or what have you. It was so uncommon to me to have rest, and I know that other people can relate, especially husbands and wives with children. Or let's take it one step further. If you're a single mom or a single dad or a grandparent raising your grandchild, you feel like there's no hope. There's no light at the end of the tunnel because there's no rest. So if God rested, we need to rest. It's actually part of the Ten Commandments. You shall honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. 
but most of us don't take a day of rest because we're going, 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 going. Some of us serve at church, so we don't get a Sabbath. We're serving. We're, we're, we're working. Christiana leads worship. I run lights. I run camera. I do a lot of different things. So we need to take a moment in this Christmas season and rest. And that may be Christmas Day for you. That may be where you wake up and, and you spend time, you just spend unadulterated time with your family. And you just say, I'm not answering my cell phone. I'm not, I'm not sending a work email. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not doing anything besides resting and letting your mind and your body focus on the reason for Christmas. It's socially unacceptable to take an entire day to rest. Is this speaking to anyone this morning, especially entrepreneurs? God knows we need times of refreshing. Our example, Jesus, he spent time away and alone from the crowds. We see every time before or after he's done a, a, a miraculous miracle, a healing, a, he, when, he, when he provided the, the fish and bread for the 5,000, what did he do? After he performed that miracle, he went up on the mountain and prayed. He had alone time. He had rest. We should not feel guilty when we take time each week to re re rest and renew our body, soul, and spirit. Would you agree with that? <clears throat> so uh, the three key takeaways that, that I feel like are very important from the creation story. We're going to get you on your way. I know we're, we're at 18 minutes right now. God created everything through his word. Therefore, we create things and circumstances with the words that we choose. That was the second devotion that we've ever done on Closet Conversations was about the words that we choose and the power of life and death in our tongue. So as we're going through this Christmas season, as we're, as we're, we're getting closer, we're 11 days, as we're getting closer to this Christmas season, what words are you choosing to speak? Are you speaking life? Are you creating life in other people? Are you stopping and, and, and acknowledging people? Are you encouraging people? Are you sharing the good news of the gospel? Again, remember, we've talked about it all week. Hearts and minds are open right now. Out of all the time, if you waited all year and you say, well, I, I have to witness to somebody, the next 11 days would be the best time for you to witness to somebody about Jesus because their hearts and minds are open to Jesus because Christmas. He's the reason for the season. So choose carefully the words that come out of your mouth. The second thing, this is huge. This is, this is revelation for somebody. Satan has and had no power until we relinquish and give him the power. If you go back and look at, this, at, at Genesis 3, that's where we first see the serpent in the garden. And if you do any research, you're going you're gonna to find out that the serpent was, um, was, was Lucifer. He was one of the three angels, that, and he was cast out of heaven because he had iniquity. He had selfish ambition. He wanted to be God. He wanted to receive the praise. 
so that he was kicked out and, and he found himself in he found his way into the garden and if we go back and look god gave man dominion over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky and all living creatures that walk on the earth he gave us he gave adam that power he gave adam that authority so if if he has the power and he has the authority satan did not or the the serpent did not lucifer did not so what what does the serpent do the serpent comes and deceives eve you can and go and look at it we, I'm, I'm just we're, we're doing the highlights but go and look at it he says you can be like god you can have the knowledge oh are you sure god said that you can't eat this are you sure you don't want to be like god and and we see that that's how the enemy works if you get anything from today, know that we need to rest, but we give the devil authority. We relinquish our authority when we commit the sin that he's convinced us is better than our authority. Would you agree with that? He has no power. We have the power. We have the Holy Spirit residing in us. Once Jesus died and ascended to heaven that he left us the great comforter he left us the holy spirit we have that power we have the dominion we have the 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 power to to rule the earth but we relinquish that control when we sin he gave us dominion over the fish everything every creature now last thing and we've already touched on it a little bit so i'm not going to spend much time he god rested so if God, the creator of the universe, rested, we need to make sure that we are getting the rest that we need so we can be fresh. So we're not so we're not walking around tired and exhausted and making delusional decisions. We're not speaking words. Christiana, last thing, Christiana had this, she learned this thing in Master's Commission, where it's called halt. Halt. So if you if you are any of the one of one of the four things, you say halt. And then that conversation ceases and you give that person some space. So halt is hungry, angry, L, Christiana, what's L? Um, and then tired. So I'll get back to you on L. But tired is one of those that, that if, we're, if we don't get the rest, we're going to start making decisions. We're going to start saying things. We're going to start doing actions that aren't of God because we are not operating in the rest that we need. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to hop off here. We're at 22 minutes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for for just being present with us for this week. It's been it's been a great week. We're going to pick up Monday and and again, so the way that has fallen out that we're literally going to be all the way up until Christmas Eve and then uh, we'll we'll finish our 12 days of Christmas teaching series. I, I hope this has helped anybody if if uh, if anybody again wants to reach out and needs prayer or needs help or just just need some guidance, please reach out. Know that I'm here. I, I really do care about each and every one of you that are watching. I know some of you have been watching since August 22nd. We're over, I think we're over 80 videos already. So we've, we've covered a lot of ground since August. And I just thank you for watching. Thank you for the support. Again, this will be up on the podcast channel and it'll also be up on our YouTube channel if you want to go back and listen to it while you're driving in the car today. 
have a wonderful weekend. I'm going to pray, get you on your way to start your day. Father, we thank you so much for your word today. Father, we thank you for, for just the information that you've given us. Father, that it's important for us to rest. It's so important that you chose to rest and, and that we need a day of rest. Father, we, we thank you for the revelation that, that the enemy has no power until we give him the power. So, Father, we pray that we would walk around guarding our power with everything that's in us, that we would be on guard, that we would walk in that full armor of God that we talk about every single day, and that, that we, would, we would choose to walk in the power that you have given us since the garden. Father, we also, we also thank you for just loving us and showing us your compassion and, and that, that we learned that we are just a treasure. We are the greatest gift under the Christmas tree, that you look at each and every single one of us with no spite in your heart, no disgust in your heart, no matter what we've done. You look at us the way that I look at my children, that they could do the worst thing in the world, but I still have love for them. And Father, we thank you for that revelation. We thank you that you touched someone's heart this morning and you overwhelm them with your love and goodness. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for your blessings that you're going to bestow upon us today. We thank you for the favor that is on our lives. We, we pray, Father, for divine appointments, Lord, especially during this Christmas season and divine appointments to receive a word from you. Let us walk around with the boldness, Father, to share your goodness. And Lord, we ask for forgiveness of our sins. We take up the full armor of God as we prepare for battle. Lord, we love you so very much. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. There we go. Halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. That's what Halt stands for. Thank you, honey, for coming in clutch. You guys have a wonderful weekend. We will see you Monday. Have a great day.